With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back in three, two... How was your weekend? What did you do? Well, it was okay. But not nearly long enough. And I did nothing. Well, that sounds fun. That sounds fun. But then something happened that made it... Horrible. Horrible. Just horrible. What happened? What happened? Monday. Monday! Monday! You ruined a perfectly good weekend. Weekend. Monday morning, you're gonna be like, it's showtime. It is showtime, my friends. Across Colorado, across the Fruited Plain via the iHeartRadio app. And uh, wherever you're listening to me, glad to have you here. Hello, Fort Collins. How you doing this morning? Loveland, I hope you're doing well. Greeley, I, I love you, Greeley. Uh, good to be here with you. Uh, Berthet, how you doing? Uh, they're, they're doing well. They're in Berthet. Uh, head down the I-25 corridor. You go to Longmont. Hello, Longmont. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I said it. Uh, you, you got the Firestone, the Frederick, the Decono, the Erie, the Thornton. Uh, on over to the Lafayette, the Louisville, the Boulder. Yeah, you get the idea. Wherever you're at, Niwot. Good morning, Niwot. How would we ever forget the folks in Niwot? Uh, uh, good to have you here on the radio. Oh, Fort Lupton. Yeah, got to remember the other fort there. Fort Collins can't protect you. Fort Lupton can. Uh, good to have you here across uh, northern Colorado. And Jimmy is my name. Pleasured, pleased, and thrilled I am. And I hope you feel the exact same way about listening to me this morning. All right, let's dive in here to the Washington Post poll. Uh, Washington Post and uh, and ABC. They put out the poll, and then again, you have a polling company that does this for these organizations, and they have their own polling outfit, and they have their standards for polling. And they come up with a poll, and then they write up a report, and then they hand it off to the news writers. The news writers write it, and it shows up on the Sunday morning broadcast. And then the Sunday morning broadcast freaks out and says, "This is not the narrative." And this is why I find it interesting because, again, I don't put a lot of hope in polls. You have not heard me this entire uh, early presidential primary season uh, talking about the polling data for <clears throat> this candidate or that candidate. Uh, but we've talked about it, but we haven't gone into uh, you know deep discussions of polls because I've said that the real poll that matters is who wins in Iowa, who wins in New Hampshire, who wins in South. It's one state at a time. As opposed to going out to all Republicans or all Democrats and saying, uh, choose your candidate. And, 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 and then you got people in, let's say, Oregon uh, sounding off on who they would support, but they don't get it. They're probably not going to get a, a chance to vote on the candidate just because of the way the primary and the caucus system works. I'm not opining that or complaining about that. I'm just saying that the polling data uh, can oftentimes be skewed when a primary season is around in choosing a candidate. But this interesting poll is by ABC Washington Post, who normally uh, their polls would skew a little bit more pro-left. They, they skew a little bit more pro-blue. You, historically, you can look at them in the, in the Real Clear Politics average, and their poll is 
um, it, it sometimes has a seems to have a little skewed bias compared to reality. So there's that. So this poll comes out and it shows that America right now, and again, a, a poll is a snapshot in time. The election is over a year away. So if you're a Republican out there, don't be spiking the football. If you're a Democrat, maybe it's not time for full-on panic or a suicide watch, but it is a fascinating poll to watch. And the poll asks people uh, how they feel about a head-to-head -head Trump versus Biden matchup. And by the time this got to the news writers on ABC Morning News uh, over the weekend, uh, they were like, well, this is an outlier poll. We can't really trust this poll. We're going to find more polling data. Well, it was your poll, which is normally not what a news agency does. A news agency normally wants to have the headline to look at what our poll says. Uh, Fox does it. ABC does it. NBC, all these polling data, NBC, Wall Street Journal, uh, they poll together. And so the Washington Post and ABC oftentimes are polling partners and they want the headline, except this was a headline they didn't want. And it is a headline that says, hey, Donald Trump faces 91 felony counts in four jurisdictions, uh, two cases in which he's been indicted on trying to overturn the election in 2020. Uh, surely this is going to hurt Donald Trump. Well, it, he's actually polling better now than he was when he was the president. Uh, as far as favorability, it, it seems to have had just uh, the opposite reaction or at least no effect on uh, people because he's polling higher. Let me just go to the numbers. These are not right-wing conservative Jimmy Lakey conservative talk shows. Let me just read from the Washington Post itself. The poll finds Biden struggling to gain approval from a skeptical public. Now, I asked this question last week. I paused. And I said, what do you think at the water cooler? And I don't suggest talking a lot of politics at work. I don't suggest you talk a lot of po I, I, you know, I talk politics on the radio show, but you know, people try to get me in public or friends. Hey, Jimmy, what do you think of this? And I, I oftentimes just go quiet going, listen, this is my relaxed time. This is my pleasure time. This is not my political commentary time. And I don't put on a private uh, dog and pony show. Just be Well, if you pay me, I will. You pay me, man. We're going to have a great time. And I'll give you your own private radio show. But if not, I'm just here to chill, my friends. I'm just here to relax. That's all I'm doing. Occasionally, I'll opine publicly about something political, but uh, I, the, the, the world of politics is not my it is a public persona, but it's not. It doesn't. It's not all consuming. I, I, I'm dealing with other stuff, opening schools in Africa, uh, things that have much more meaning in eternity, and that's really uh, where I'm at. So anyway, all that said, I asked the question, what is it around the water cooler? What is it that you feel out there? And I think that none of these answers surprise me now. Are the numbers right? Are the numbers wrong? I don't think the numbers necessarily matter uh, in the grand scheme of things. But in a snapshot of time, as you're building political strategy, if you're, let's say, Joe Biden or Donald Trump, assuming that these guys get their nominations, uh, you kind of look at it and say, okay, does this cooperate? Does this back up what we're seeing behind the scenes in our private polling uh, not released to the public, does this show uh, the messaging is on or the messaging is off? And basically, there's a growing skeptical public, according to the Washington Post, dissatisfaction with Joe Biden and his handling of the economy. Now, when Joe Biden came out weeks ago and said, we're going to start talking about Bidenomics, I said on this radio program, I said, I'm not sure that's a good idea. I'm not sure that's a good idea to start saying Bidenomics are working because most people, even though a politician or a news person says something, it doesn't make it reality. And you're still feeling the pinch. I mean, 60 to 70% of people right now are living paycheck to paycheck. I think 80% of people in America, if they needed to put their hands on 1000 or $2,000 cash, they wouldn't know how to do that. 
uh, it's some dire straits out there. There's so many people uh, that I even know that are picking up some side gigs and trying to just kind of make some ends meet. And uh, it's just a lot tighter than it used to be. And that's the reality we live in. And so you can have a politician, red team, blue team, doesn't matter, come out there and start uh, touting that this is uh, Bidenomics or Trumponomics, whatever you want to call it, put the title on it. But most of us aren't feeling that. And I question whether Bidenomics and whether Joe Biden trying to run on the economy was necessarily going to work in his benefit. And according to the poll, it's not. There's a growing dissatisfaction over the his handling of the economy and here's the other one that is still not even being reported in full swing uh it's the problem at the border if you want some real photos of what's happening at the border where thousands of people at, at one time are coming across uh you got to go to probably fox uh, cnn and they're not showing the actual footage they'll report a story on the uh, the border problem or they'll do it from the new york perspective of how they're overwhelmed because greg abbott shipped them some illegals but there's not a lot of, a matter of fact um el paso texas let me give you an example that's uh, run by a democrat mayor and that democrat says i'm dying here we are about this city is about to break we have so many thousands coming across we are at a breaking point as a city and I will, I, I don't, I, I've, I've been through most of the channels this morning <clears throat> and I have a couple of news monitors going and nobody's reporting from El Paso, even though the mayor there, who's a blue teamer, uh, say we're dying. We are about to explode here as a city. We cannot handle this anymore. And so, but people still figured out the immigration issue is a burden for Joe Biden. And, you know, that's what got Donald Trump across the the the, uh, the finish line in 2016 was he was talking about the border. And there's a lot of folks on both sides, Chamber of Commerce loyalists, that don't want to talk about illegal immigration. But I, I think we have more illegal immigrants that have come over. The number of illegal immigration immigrants that have come over in the last uh, year or so under Joe Biden now outpopulates the population of 15 different states. That's how many people have come across the border. That's that's the reality. Uh, that's that's documentable. So we have a, a real problem there. And even though it's not getting, I think, full coverage, it's still something that people are smart. Uh, voters are uh, typically pretty smart. A rising share now in America say the U.S. is doing too much to aid Ukraine in its war with Russia and broad concern about the age of Joe Biden as he seeks a second term. Here's again from the Washington Post. Biden and former President Donald J. Trump appear headed for a rematch, although more than three in five Democrats <coughs> uh, and Democrat-leaning independents say they would prefer someone else besides Joe Biden. So three out of five uh, Democrats say we'd like someone besides Joe. Uh, but Joe's advisors have argued he's the strongest Democrat. For those um, uh, who wish for someone else, uh, 8% naming Vice President Harris. Uh, 8% say, hey, I'd like somebody else. Give me Bernie Sanders. And 20% say, just give me someone else, for God's sake. Uh, it also shows Biden trailing Trump by 10 percentage points at this early stage in the election cycle. Uh, with a sizable margin of, uh, of Trump's lead in this survey uh, is significantly at odds with other public polls that show general context. So they're, they're, even the poll and the report of the poll says, hey, we're different than the other polls, but here's what our poll showed. So that's, again, that's fine. The difference between this poll and others as uh, the usual makeup of the Trump-Biden coalitions suggests it's possibly an outlier. So they start writing the spin, say this could be an outlier. Uh, in his bid to become the Republican presidential uh, nominee for the third time, Trump 
shows to be in strong position nationally despite facing multiple criminal charges. He's favored by 54% of Republicans and Republican-leaning independents. Now, three out of five want Joe Biden uh, dispatched to the curb, but well over 50% want uh, Donald Trump to be the nominee for the Republicans. So uh, there's much more loyalty uh, in the base of the Republican Party towards uh, Donald Trump than there is uh, connection to the base uh, with Joe Biden. Uh, DeSantis is the only other candidate in the poll that uh, hit double digits. He's at 15%, but he was at 25% in May. And it really goes on. Uh, let me ask you this. Um, I, 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 there's nothing in the poll that really shocks me. Are the numbers accurate? I don't know. Are the numbers an outlier? Maybe so. I, I don't know. But the point is, is that whether these numbers are off by two points, five points, ten points, or whatever, it does show some trends that these things that I've said would possibly be an albatross around Joe Biden's neck, uh, the economy, and also immigration, uh, are proving to actually be an albatross around Joe Biden's neck, and people are disapproving of that. How do you fix that as a blue teamer? I don't necessarily know. Um, of the albatross they keep bringing up about Donald Trump is the uh, the criminal uh, prosecutions that are underway with him. So uh, two flawed candidates for sure, but uh, the Republican base is much more loyal and committed to Donald Trump than the Democrat base is to Joe Biden. But uh, will we still end up with both candidates? It's very likely so. By the way, the Republicans are going to get together this week in California, the Reagan Library, and they're going to host another debate and probably... Uh, say pretty much absolutely nothing like they did last time and uh, maybe make no is there any way for somebody to catch the, uh, DJT I'm not sure in the Republicans uh, anyway we can talk about it. if you saw these poll numbers let me know your thoughts uh, do they line up not with uh, well let me ask you this you you have friends and you have friends probably from a different political perspectives and you have friends from different uh, places of paradigm. And let me ask you, do these numbers surprise any of you? Uh, maybe the 10 point margin of victory uh, does is, is surprising. I don't know. It's again, way too early to even put uh, much stock in that. But the, the real kicker for you, I think is this, um, it's the issues and the issues that I've said would be the issues and should be the issues are the issues that seem to be the issues that should be the issues. I, I sound like Kamala Harris saying that, but the issues are the issues that the issues are when the issues are discussed among people that care about the issues. Again, I'm trying to communicate to those people who think Kamala Harris makes sense. Uh, so it, 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 it's immigration and it's the economy. And again, take your team or blue team, red team out of it, get the lens off and just ask yourself, uh, do you feel like the economy is treating you better than it was a couple of months ago, a couple of years ago. And most people by survey say, no, it's not. Uh, the inflation, the cost of filling up a tank of gas. I mean, what, for two years now, it's cost me about $100 every time I put the premium unleaded in my car. I mean, I'm that's, it's, it, it, it is a it is a lot of money out there, and it's a little a little money here, a little money there. Uh, suddenly, things that I used to be able to go to the grocery store, I don't have to buy as many groceries now that my son has <clears throat> uh, headed off to college, and so my grocery bill overall has gone down. My grocery bill would be way down if uh, it weren't for the inflation. I mean, literally, what 
uh, I would be able to put in the basket for, and I, you could guess, my son had always had a game, would guess, uh, whoever gets closest, you know, would, would just kind of guess, what do you think we spend? And it would be, you know, 85 bucks or $120 or what we'd guess. And anymore, there's all bets are off. I, I can I can get one of the hand baskets and grab a few necessities from around the store. And yeah, I'll grab an impulse buy or something. I'll buy that and I'll do that and I'll do that. And um, I'll still say, how the hell did I just spend 75 bucks and I have like four items in my in my cart here i i I don't but it's inflation everything's costing more and what happens is you start feeling that at the kitchen table and it hurts it hurts it hurts and that's why so many people are living paycheck to paycheck their credit card uh debts way up a lot of folks barely able to make their minimum monthly payment defaults on credit cards are through the roof right now and uh, people are feeling the pain and that's not a good i i if, if you're advising joe biden this poll number uh, these polls show that the confidence in the economy basically i wouldn't be running around saying bidenomics that's bad strategy you might want to uh, not be claiming victory instead talking about a solution that uh, see if you can sell that all right glad to have you here on the radio program jimmy is my name and I'm glad to have you here on the show. I want to remind you about my friends at Zero Res of Northern Colorado. This is who I've used at the House of Lakey to clean not just carpets, but tile, grout, shower enclosures. They've cleaned upholstery. They've cleaned uh, decorative pillows on couches. Uh, they've cleaned area rugs. They've helped me with some pet problems, a pet stain, a uh, pet odor here and there when my doggy has a little uh, piddle problem. Uh, they, they've helped me with all sorts of surfaces at my house. They even cleaned the hardwood floors. They have a process for that. And I highly recommend them for you. They've, they used them the House of Lakey for a decade or more, uh, even before they were on the radio program, I was a customer of theirs. It's Zero Res of Northern Colorado. They use empowered water, and that means there's no chemical, no residue left behind. They don't have to do the heavy rinsing. So no residue left behind. Your carpet's going to stay cleaner longer, and it's also going to dry quicker because of no heavy rinsing. And for the month of September, three rooms of carpet cleaned and zero resified for just $135. And by the way, if you mention my name, they'll also clean a hallway of carpet for free at that same price and then also 10% off all their services if you just use promo code Jimmy. Start at their website, Zero Res, R-E-Z, Zero Res, NoCo.com, Zero Res, NoCo.com, Zero Res, NoCo.com. Promo code Jimmy gets you 10% off. All right, if you want to jump in here, your thoughts on this Washington Post-ABC poll and also as a Broncos fan, what were you feeling yesterday watching the team uh, not get any better and definitely looking worse. 866-888-5449. 600-KCOL. Stand by. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call. Working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
All right, here we go. Welcome to the program. Glad to have you here. Jimmy is my name. Pleasured, pleased, and thrilled I am to be here, and I hope you feel the same way. Hey, coming up on the program, uh, a couple of uh, different topics coming up. Uh, next hour, 8.05 a.m. in the Mountain Time Zone, we'll have Chadwick Moore. Uh, he's the guy that's written the authorized biography about Tucker, Tucker Carlson, and it's uh, Tucker. Well, there's a, a new new story out there. This uh, somebody says they know exactly why Tucker got fired from Fox News. We'll talk about that. Also, with Rupert Murdoch uh, stepping down at Fox, I don't know if that. Uh, well, it, it just Tucker obviously uh, persona non grata at Fox for no really announced reason. They just got to shut him down and then told him he can't do any broadcasting until after next year's election. He's kind of figured out an end run. There's legal battles and skirmishes going on behind the scenes as Tucker has taken to the Twitter platform or the X platform. And if you look at it, uh, Elon Musk said <laughs> last week that Tucker's posts are hitting more population than the entire population of America. In other words, his reach is a huge on the Twitter uh, when they're looking at the numbers of streams he's getting. So anyway, your thoughts on that and Chadwick Moore will be with us on the program a little bit later on at 8.05 this morning. Also, it's Megan Monday, Megan Barth, ReaganBabe.com. She joins us every week at this time. Uh, so you don't want to miss Megan Monday, Megan Barth on the program in the 9 o'clock hour. That's at 9.35 a.m. in the Mountain Time Zone. Uh, Clay, Travis, Buck, Sexton, of course, they'll come up. I'm sure they will uh, beat uh, this story as it will be beat to death all day. But it's an important story. Uh, the ABC News Washington Post poll, is it an outlier? It's possible. Uh, but the data in there is is telling that outside the numbers of a Trump 10-point lean over Joe Biden, uh, what's the, 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 the policies are actually consistent in all the polls, if you look at that. Uh, take the numbers out, because a lot of times people get uh, caught up by numbers, which I think it's way too premature. I think it's way premature for you to... Um, uh, be buying much into these numbers. However, it is interesting that immigration and the economy still prove to be uh, the driving issues of people that say they're likely voters in 2024. Uh, so uh, pay attention to that. Pay attention to that. I'm telling you, pay attention to that. All right, good to have you here on the radio show. Here's a story that is, uh, by, by the way, the Broncos. Uh, up until last week, every time the Broncos sucked on the field, it was uh, fire Russell Wilson, fire Russell Wilson. And as if one thing was going to help. I mean, okay, you get rid of Russell Wilson. Uh, is he the problem? No, he actually looked pretty good if they could get protection. Um, I think Russell Wilson's fine to be where he's at. However, you know, maybe he thought it was a bad trade. That's a whole different story. But now it's funny. I was reading through, scrolling through some comments that now uh, Broncos fans, uh, sometimes I don't think they're the most complex thinkers. I, I love you all, but I sometimes I'm just very simplistic. And now it's Fire Vance Joseph. He's the defensive coordinator. Fire Vance Joseph. Why did we ever hire him in the first place? Well, uh, that yeah, fair question. But is firing Vance Joseph going to change anything about that performance you saw yesterday? Uh, you know, what did Vance Joseph do? Did it was it bad coaching? Was it a bad performance? I mean, I, I, again, sometimes we want a is fans reaction and I try not to be reactionary in in most of my life and fans they just want we want someone to lynch immediately we need a scalp to put out on the stick and say look what we did and yet it didn't solve a problem but emotionally you reacted and you felt better 
And I think that's the problem with a lot of times football fans. They react emotionally and say, oh, we're going to go to the Super Bowl because we got this quarterback or we got this coach. And, and then every you set yourself up for disappointed uh, disappointment, disappointment, whatever you rec- recognize, that all you got to do is look at the Broncos' offseason, that they made a big change at coach, obviously, Sean Payton. I'm not saying he's the right coach, wrong coach. I'm not criticizing him. I, I tend to like him. <clears throat> tend to like him. But – uh, you have to recognize, my friends, that uh, uh, name the other big moves offseason that they made to really fix a problem roster. They were a mess last year. And uh, were there any big-time moves to change up that D-line or change up the O-line or the interior of the offensive defense? Not really. There was uh, – not really. There weren't any uh, – uh, there, there weren't really um, any big changes. Now, yeah, they made some changes here and brought in this and spent that money on a guard or whatever. But uh, again, was there a wholesale infrastructure change of the offense and defense? The answer, I, in my estimation, is no. And a lot of smarter people out there uh, talking football. So, give me your thoughts. Uh, the fallout, at, at the water cooler. Uh, our Colorado uh, Denver Bronco fans going to be typical. Uh, get rid of Russell Wilson. Get rid of Vance Joseph. And yet they can think of who they want to get rid of, but uh, they uh, anyway. Again, Colorado uh, Denver Bronco fans put up with John Elway running as the general manager uh, for many years, and uh, they floundered under that leadership. And there's a lot of floundering that happened also with the um, prolonged exit of the Bolden family. Uh, tragically, that was just kind of turned up to be a mess, and uh, all of that added up years of years of years of dysfunction. And in years of dysfunction, now you're not going to just bring in a coach and a quarterback and go, oh, look, years of dysfunction goes away. you got to really change some things in the organization. And I think they probably will, but everybody take a deep breath. If you went into this season thinking that uh, it was going to be a Super Bowl year for the Broncos, you probably um, are a very optimistic person in life, <laughs> which is not necessarily bad. <clears throat> But sometimes you can be devoid of reality. All right, I, 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 I was going to do this story this segment, but I wanted to read the headline. And this is Colorado, and this is the public school system in America as a whole. But uh, this hits home in Colorado. The Denver Public School Superintendent says even students accused of attempted murder should be eligible to return to the classrooms And one of the defense he gives is, well, if they didn't try the attempted murder on the campus, then that's something they did off campus, and we shouldn't be messing with that. Is there any parent out there who raise your hand and say, yeah, if a student's accused of attempted murder, make sure they're back in the classroom immediately as quickly as possible? Uh, Hold on. We'll get to that story in the next segment of the show because I think it's an important discussion to have. And it's something I think that we can all come together on and say, yeah, that's probably bad thinking about the Denver public schools. And you wonder why uh, some of these school districts just totally fail kids when it comes to academics, because here's a superintendent spending time discussing and defending why it is that a a kid's uh, accused of attempted murder should be able to go to class every day with your sons and your daughters, rather than this superintendent talking about how he's going to help kids catch up in reading, writing, and arithmetic. Listen, if you're going to sell your home, maybe you want out of the Denver public schools you want a different district listen you need to call rob kittle I, very seriously you got to call rob kittle if you're even thinking about selling
remodeling your home, you've got some questions, what's keeping you up at night worrying, you're wondering if it's the right time to sell, we got to find your next home. For all the right answers, you need to call Rob Kittle and the Kittle team. Everybody knows if you want top dollar for your home, you can trust Rob Kittle. His experienced team based right here in Colorado, northern Colorado. And this is who I would call if I was going to sell the house of Lakey today. So whether you're in Fort Collins, Fort Lupton, Denver, um, or Decono, it doesn't matter if you're in Boulder. Hello, Berthoud. Hello, uh, Loveland, Greeley. Rob Kittle's the guy. And by the way, if you go to his website right now, uh, in under 60 seconds, if you want to, he can give you a cash offer on your home with a couple of clicks, cash offer in under 60 seconds. Or he's got some other programs available, including let his home selling system kick in, uh, where he generates a lot of interest in your home through marketing that he spends a lot of money on uh, building interest. And this is why Rob Kittle has helped over 6,000 families buy or sell homes in northern Colorado. And this is why Rob Kittle's who I would use if I was selling the house of Lakey today. He's my guy. He's my friend. He's Rob Kittle. His website is robkittle.com, robkittle.com. 970-GET-SOLD, 970-GET-SOLD. Online, it's robkittle.com, 970-GET-SOLD, robkittle.com. Be sure to tell him that Jimmy Lakey's talking about him on the radio. All right, everybody, stand by. <clears throat> I'll be back. Lakey is here. It's a Monday edition of the show. At least that's what my calendar shows, but maybe your calendar shows something different. Whatever day it is, happy day. Jimmy Lakey on 600 KCOL. Just got a message early from Delilah. She's uh, waiting with bated breath, as am I. Uh, a few hours ago, our Legacy Christian Academy opened at full capacity uh, for the uh, fall semester in, in Rwanda. They don't, they, they don't have really fall or spring. I mean, they do technically, but they have rainy season and non-rainy season, a couple of rainy season, a couple of non-rainy season. Anyway, what we'd call the fall semester, uh, they opened up. Uh, our first, well, we, the building's been open. We've been uh, doing the finishing touches on it, and by the time the building was ready to go and we cut the ribbon on it, uh, we were almost at the end of last school year. That was March or April, so we need to move kids uh, into our out of their existing schools into our school, uh, you know, the final month of a school year. So we, we uh, started full board today, and Delilah just messaged me and said, uh, any word? Do we have photos? Do we have photos? And I'm like, no, I'm waiting as well. Uh, so we're like kids waiting for e emails to pop in from my team in Africa. It's uh, about eight hours difference there, and I'm sure they've been there since uh, before the sun came up, making sure the new staff was there, uh, our new administrators, everybody ready to receive a bunch of kids, uh, kindergarten through third grade in phase one. Uh, we'll start construction soon of the uh, fourth through sixth grade building uh, buildings. There's three more buildings coming in that phase. And we already own the land for a high school, and that's coming probably in the next uh, 12 to 18 months after we get this going. So uh, we're working it hard, Legacy Christian Academy. But we're, if you uh, sense anticipation in my voice or at any time uh, you hear me squeal or squawk during the pro program, it may be because some video or photos uh, showed up. I really wanted to be there this week but uh, for, uh, for this uh, first day of school but and welcome all the kids in. But it just didn't work out on my schedule. 
and maybe I should have rethought some things. I guess I probably could. I, it just, it just didn't seem to be the right moment and the right time. We had a lot of just very busy and it just didn't work out, but I'm going to be there in a I'm working on a trip now uh, to get over there. But uh, anyway, if you hear me squeal or squawk during the radio program, it's probably because I got video or photos or uh, something that showed up that shows our first day of school, uh, all the little kids there. And uh, always appreciate your help. Riverspromise.org, the uh, charity site, riverspromise.org. And uh, doing the Lord's work. These kids would not go to school if it weren't for us. And uh, literally, they would not be in school at all. And now we've uh, built our own school to give them even a better education than what we were already providing them with other schools. But we're doing a top-notch school. And uh, anyway, we're glad to do it. And it's for the children and all of God's children. And um, we're called to Rwanda, and that's my place. Uh, you have your place. Maybe you don't have a place. So you're welcome to join me at my place. But uh, everybody can do something uh, to make the world a better place. And I hope you'll do that. Uh, one of the things you need to work on if you want to make the world a better place is the public school system. This is a nine news report. The head of the Denver Public Schools is defending the district's policy of not expelling students accused of violent crimes, including attempted murder, as long as those crimes take place off the school grounds. Uh, He said, what happens to that student? Should we kick them to the curb or say good luck? Um, Marrero, who's the district superintendent, said the district must concern itself with matters that take place on school grounds and not off. We're responsible for what we're responsible for, which is the confines of our school properties and our buildings. Uh, His comments, the first comments he's made to Nine News since the decision to fire the principal of McAuliffe International School in July uh, followed the increased scrutiny of the district's safety policies. In March, a school uh, a, a, a student shot two deans inside of East High School. The deans were attempting to check the student for weapons. A few days later, McCullough's principal told Nine News the district was forcing him and his staff to conduct similar weapons pad downs of students accused of attempted murder. Uh, that principal was actually then <laughs> fired by the superintendent for daring to say that. Uh, records of you by Nine News show the district had denied Kurt Dennis request to expel the student because the alleged crime did not take place on school grounds. Um, uh, Kurt Dennis uh, maintains in a federal lawsuit that he was ultimately fired because he talked to Nine News about his concern. The district uh, disputes that. Morello downplayed the pat-downs that DPS staff must conduct on a daily basis. Uh, he said, I did, see, I did it as a principal, Chris, when it comes to the territory. Uh, he's not hearing from a lot of staff concerned about the issue. So the, the, the superintendent of Denver Public School says, listen, unless the kid attempted the murder on campus, he can attempt to murder anywhere else and continue to come to our classrooms. And uh, that's not our, our worry. Uh, if you're a parent of a child in the Denver Public Schools or fill in the blank of your public schools, what's your school's policy? On kids attempted, uh, accused of very serious crimes, they still get to come to school with a general population? I know you're innocent until proven guilty, but for goodness gracious, my friends, uh, we got to be focused on reading, writing, and arithmetic. Stand by. News Talk 600 KCOL. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. 
In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.